You're listening to The Counseling Clinic with Aisha G. And Lisa Michelle, the show for up-and-coming mental health professionals, advocates, and anyone else who wants to learn more about the mental health field from two not-so-professional professionals. Hello, folks. Hey, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back if you're returning. Welcome for the first time if you're a new listener. We're happy to have you. Also, to note, this is our final episode in season two. So thank you for staying with us for a whole second season. We are so grateful. This is exciting. Um, (laughs) So thank you for letting us get you all this content and sticking with us. And remember, we will not post for two weeks. And we'll be back the third week on September 8th, okay? So make sure you come back and listen to us again. So today's episode, (laughs) today's episode is about certifications. Remember last week we talked about organizations and that was specific to counselors. This one again is going to be your counseling certifications. So that's what we want to talk about today. So why obtain a certification, right? You've already got the degree. You've already got some experience. Experience. (laughs) Um, So why get another or multiple certifications? So three things. The first is bettering your clients. No, the first Um, is why not? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That is true. No, that is true. Um, (laughs) I love that. Um. So for bettering your clients, the sub next thing, um, (laughs) this is to help you with getting more knowledge for more needs. You know, if you are trained in a certain area, then you can help people in that area who may be a neglected group. Um, Mm -hmm. Or if you're working with maybe a general population, you now have more things to cover more specific needs. So it's, it's. It's helping you get more and give more for your client. Another is that it creates a great example for your clients. I mean, if if you have all the alphabet behind your name, it shows that you've worked hard for something and that you've been trained in something. And that's a great motivating factor for clients who need maybe that kind of push forward. Right. And they're always looking to us for modeling, right? We can't tell them to do stuff that we won't do, you know, be better, be better for yourself. You have it, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then the last thing on that one, Jess, is, is trustworthiness. I mean, feel like I don't have to say a whole lot on that, to be honest. I mean, if if you know someone's trained or prepared for something, I'm going to feel better as a client bringing it to you because I know you can handle it. Right. And then also certifications help you better yourself, obviously, in those ways, because those are for your clients, but those are for you too. But also they help you better yourself because you don't only have to get certifications in the same thing right so you can get a certification in a different specialty area um like michelle was talking about you know you get more knowledge in other areas and this is specifically good i think for us right for people who have an overall 
degree in mental health, right? Or for your marriage and family therapist, or for your counseling psychology master's level therapist, you know, you get that broad degree because you can work with a broad range of things. And so getting these certifications help you, to me, it kind of helps you feel more confident, right? I, you know, you look at all these people who have specialties and you're like, well, what do I specialize in? (laughs) And certifications can help you feel confident and confident to be specialized in something you know I've worked with a lot of people who deal with this particular issue and I went and got a certification in this and so I am qualified to specialize in this right so I think that's a benefit of a certification and then also networking right and I was about to say stepping out into different fields, but not not necessarily stepping out, but, you know, just those specialty areas, getting to know people who did something different than you, right, and having people to draw from. Another is bettering the field. We talk about this a lot, I I would say, in season one. However, it's a continuous theme for us. Right. (laughs) We need more professionals. We just do. And they're not just going to magically appear, Mm -hmm. right? Like The work has got to be put in. The certifications have to be obtained. And you don't just get to be one because you called yourself one. (laughs) Gosh, yes. And that's how it should be. I mean, there should be criteria you got to meet, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's also about bettering the field, making sure there's more research, more knowledge for each subgroup or for each type of counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, along that, it can create more space for up-and-coming professionals. When you begin to focus and move into a specialty, you make more room for the early stages and the more general thoughts on, on or practices mm-hmm. of counseling. That's nice. That's nice. Helping people make it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start naming some certifications. So one is a registered play therapist. So this one is obviously great for working with children. You can also use this with adolescents. And I think that's important because sometimes people forget that, you know, <laughs> people think that, adolescents are too old for certain things but I don't know that they teach this in this specialty but one thing to note is that adolescents who deal with certain issues quite often they miss out on the childhood experience and so they Mm. like things that you don't think that they would like you know but sometimes it reminds them of or it gives them a chance as something that they feel they have missed out on. So I think that's important to note. One thing that happens a lot with play therapists or registered play therapists are court proceedings. You know, when mm-hmm. you're working with children in this arena, a lot of times it's it's come in with traumatic events like mm-hmm. abuse, neglect, divorce, injuries, different things. So so be prepared for that. However, I want to make a special note that if you are a person who is comfortable or and or passionate about being involved in the court or the legal system in this capacity, you need to be upfront with that and, and address that with, you know, a supervisor or clients or whoever, because there are a lot of counselors who are not um, right. <laughs> A lot, like I, I knew someone who she, she was like, oh, I freak out when we get a subpoena or when we have to be involved with the court or whatever. Some people, yeah, like they are terrified or they are uncomfortable in public speaking. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. going to be in court, you're also going to need to be equipped with public speaking. Right. Um, you know, if you are an expert witness or something. So if you're good with that, use that because um, it is a need. It is a beautiful 
field and a thing, a beautiful thing to be a part of, but it is not for everyone. So if you know that you're here for it, lead with it and make yourself known to some experts so that you can then go into that kind of more seamlessly. It's a good idea. Also, there are different levels of registered play therapists or of the certification. Uh, <laughs> Because the therapist right. is the person. <laughs> so there's different levels of the certification. So registered play therapists, RPT, there's an RPTS, there are school-based RPTs. So there's different levels. So keep that in mind. Right. Um, you can also get an EMDR certification, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. I can never say that correctly. Like ever. <laughs> Never, ever. Um, I would say this one's becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yeah. seen this pop up yeah, a lot Yeah, it's definitely more. picked up some steam. Again, kind of kind of on the play therapist note, it's, it's used a lot with um, trauma, whether that's um, sexual abuse, injury, traumatic events, maybe a car wreck, or like a, you know, a familial thing. So... But it's great. It's fascinating. Look it up on YouTube, I would say, too. Mm-hmm. Just because like, you can watch like people performing it and stuff. It's very interesting. But it's also used for various ages. You don't have to be working with children. You don't have to be working with adults to do this. You've got a much more broad people group you can serve with this. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you work and what kind of trainings they provide, then you might be able to find at least some information on this through your job because it's one of those um, evidence-based ones. Um, right. And, you know, <laughs> you know, we like that because insurance likes that. Uh, some evidence-based practices. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing, right? No, not at all. <laughs> But yeah, so keep that in mind and, and, you know, check into that because you you may have access to it and you may not know. Maybe not the certification, but at least some information on it. Yeah, that's a good point. There's also a Gottman certification for marriage and family counseling. Yeah, and and this is, some schools do like tracks, right? Like the school we attended was, you had like a mental health counseling track and a marriage and family Mm -hmm. counseling track. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've heard that a lot more of the marriage and family counseling tracks will emphasize this, but Gottman is a great certification, like program, I guess it's not a program training, training. Let's yeah. Training. Yeah. Yeah. Try. <laughs> um, <laughs> for like relational content and issues, it's got different, I think it's three tiers. So like levels one, two, and three, though it is kind of promoted as couples, you know, counseling skill and technique. It can be used with family members, children and parents, or, you know, maybe they're not married, but dating couples. Anyway, different things. So it, it's more in the marriage and family sect, but it's a it's a really neat, you go through like seminars and your trainings and different mm-hmm. stuff to reach each level, but it is a really powerful skill set to have. Right. For like relationships, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Communication and, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. It's, it's really cool. Okay. There is also a board-certified telemental health, right? So it's BC-TMH certification. <laughs> and you may have heard that before. What? If you've been here. <laughs> Sounds a little familiar. Right. right. We've done a whole episode on that. Remember, that used to be the distance counseling credential, but 
that is through NBCC and they changed the name to Board Certified Telemental Health. And so you likely already have access to see it, but you don't have the certification yet. So, you know, <laughs> right, you don't just automatically get it because of your NBCC account, but you do have access to go in and look at it and see what you need. So there's that. And and with where we are in life, I would say this is definitely something to consider, like you said, moving forward, you know, mm-hmm. but, and like we literally had a whole episode on this, right. but, um, <laughs> but it is, it's definitely something to have in your toolbox, I would say. Right. Like we talked about in the episode, it, we just have to make room for it. You know, that's just mm-hmm. the answer. There has to be yeah. room for, for it. Um, so there's also a geriatric counseling certification, which let me just say, I think is super cool, but I am not interested. So, <laughs> so both of those things at the same time, I have no interest in it, but I think it's wonderful to have, which also goes all the way back to our generations episode, right? Generational differences. That was in season one. And we talked about how there is a need for more counselors who specialize in geriatrics, so working with older people. So I like having that certification there, right? Yeah, and this certification is through the AMHCA. So if we have mentioned that in numerous episodes, we have right. used sources from them numerous times. So um, <laughs> flip back to the episode before this if you want a little more information about them. Funny enough, I didn't realize that they had that certification you know like I know who they are I know that they offer a lot of stuff I know you can have a membership I know we use them for resources but I just didn't realize that they had like their own like they were like people who could do that you know is that yeah, like the link silly? <laughs> yeah the link is literally AMHCA and then the thing is like clinical mental health counseling specialist in geriatric counseling and then it's got the requirements and everything. There's also a CSAT, so that's a certified sex addiction therapist. With this one, you're going to have to go, you know, make sure you're earning your supervised hours. So you'll have a CSATS who's supervising you and making sure you're you're getting all the things that you need. To do this one, you have to already be licensed, like your LPC, to apply for the CSAT. Right. And also, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's the same with the BCTMH. Right. You can also become a registered art therapist. So that's similar to play therapist. Right. They have different tiers. And then different states have different things. Some states, and, and the link below has the breakdown, but some states have their own art therapy or art therapist license and then some have it's a distinction within your professional license so Mm -hmm. kind of just knowing where you fall depending on you know where you live in practice right another one is a crisis intervention specialist I think that one is cool because Mm. one I enjoy crisis work (laughs) I just I just do I enjoy crisis work but you know when you work in certain settings, you think of the crisis intervention specialist as a position, right? You don't think of it as a certification mm-hmm. outside. So it's good to know that you can get an additional certification in there. So that's really cool. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's such and a great then, point because I do. 
I right. That way. Right. And then also because some places have a position, right? That's a position that you can work as. That likely means that some places pay for you to get the certification, right? So that's interesting too. So that might be something to talk to your job about if you're interested in that. Or even if you help with that, right? Because they'll pull you quick. Oh, you can do this. Yeah. <laughs> right. You you even breathe a word that you can or are certified in something. Right. So for this, again, different professionals can obtain this one. So various fields. You'll have police officers who will have a training in this. You'll have counselors, um, social love. work. Oh, I love that everyone, this is a certification and a specialty that puts people on the same page, which we need. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, like, it's just a need. I um, love mental health professionals and law enforcement working together. Amen. I think Absolutely. that is so necessary. I, I will say that I think that, and what's going on today, I think we're kind of going about it the wrong way because they seem to want to replace each other, which I think is the wrong answer. But I do love us working together. I think that's so important. Um, yeah, and that's, I guess that's kind of what we talked about with Tara self too, right? Uh, yeah. We just tied it all back together. It's right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get you off track. <laughs> you're good. So again, like many things, you already have to have your professional license. And this one is one that the crisis intervention specialty is going to renew every four years. So always with anything, know your time frame and know where you mm-hmm. stand. Right. And then the last one that we want to talk about is the sexuality counselor certification. Yes. Now, this one is through the AASECT that we mentioned in the last episode, the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. So for this, you would be trained and need to know a lot of different areas regarding sexuality, whether that is mm-hmm. the experience, um, health problems, like you know, physiological concerns, mm-hmm. LGBTQIA promotion. I guess not not in a, a marketing or anything. I don't mean it like that, but just kind of the understanding and and helping others to understand if you know if and when needed yeah. about the experience. So not saying it's a marketing thing. Sorry. Right. Also with this one. It's pretty strict criteria um, and the requirements of getting that certification. So again, the link is below, but it's got a lot of things you got to meet. And like others that we've mentioned, it's going to require supervision. Right. So that was the last one that we wanted to talk about specifically. We will have links to all of these certifications on our show notes. And also, so in looking at the BCTMA, right, the Board Certified Telemental Health. You can get that certification if you have other certifications and they have an entire list of qualified people who can earn that certification. So we're going to attach that list to the um, TAS show notes as well so that you can have an idea of all of those other possible certifications that you might be interested in. So that's all we have for you today. 
we want to know your thoughts and experiences, of course. Tell us what certifications you have, which certifications you are working on, and if you have any struggles that you faced in getting certified, um, that would be interesting to know as well and, you know, possibly help people avoid those or expect those at least. Um, so share your experiences with us. Again, this is our last episode of the season. So we will be back on September 8th. We want to thank y'all so much for sticking with us this season and last season. We are so grateful. You guys have been wonderful. We we couldn't do it without you. Um, right. And we wouldn't want to. <laughs> right. Um, you know, we have worked so hard on bringing you this information. We haven't had a lot of, I guess, comments and stuff like that, but we've gotten some, a lot of verbal feedback. Um, and from what it sounds like, it seems like people appreciate what we're doing and the topics we're covering. And that's just so wonderful to hear. It was really important to me to provide something that people needed, you know, to help up and coming professionals in, in ways that, you know, I can see are missing. And even if it only helps one person, I think I'm satisfied with that. So to get the verbal feedback really, really means a lot to us. I'm speaking for you, but I know that you do because you told me. So. Yes, it does. Um, you know, and so we, we talk we, about that because it's important to us to, to actually give y'all what y'all need. You know, that's yes. why we're doing this. And it helps us grow, too. You know, we, we put a lot of effort into researching this, into starting this for you. You know, I know a lot of podcasts started during quarantine. Ours did not. You know, we, right. we, we prepared for months before we actually brought y'all an episode. So, right. you know, we, we really are grateful that you find use in this. Yeah. And as much as we would love your feedback, we'd also love your questions and your right. um, concerns. If you are in grad school and you want to know about something, feel free to let us know. If you are not in grad school anymore um, and you right. are struggling with something or worried about something um, or just enjoying something, hey, I learned this in the field. Right. That's Share that with us. We would love to to. Um, explore that but if you guys want to leave us a review I mean I would love to say only a good one but I cannot do that (laughs) (laughs) but we would love to have that support too we've gotten some five-star reviews already on Apple Podcasts, and it's been such a blessing so anything that we can do for you guys is um, much appreciated right so again, thank you so much for sticking with us for another season. Again, remember to return on September 8th. We will bring you another season and we hope you enjoy that too. We look forward to the next things that we can bring you and how we can continue to grow as professionals and, and help hopefully help the film move forward. So thank you all so much and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. to the Counseling Clinic with Aisha Jane and Lisa Michelle. Remember to check out our website at thecounselingclinicpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at the Counseling Clinic Podcast. We'll see you guys next week for our next session.
www.thecrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalcrystalc